Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Capital Broadcasting Company and WRAL-FM, welcome to Wine and Dandy. I'm your host, Sarah King. I'm your host, Jamie Caskey. Wine is fun. We intend to prove it. And today we're going down a different road. Let's go. We talk about wine all the time. And we don't just drink wine. We cook with wine, too. Well, so, you do. Well, oh, well, I do both. <laughs> Typically, if I'm cooking with the wine, I'm drinking it. And that yeah. is the first note to take today, our friends, is <laughs> if the wine is bad, do not cook with it. Ah, yes. I learned this from you. People think, oh, this wine is bad. I'll save it to cook with. And no. you said, nope. Oh, that's the worst idea ever. Mm-hmm. Kind of goes in line with people saying that spices were used in the Middle Ages to to, to mask rotten meat. Mm-hmm. We've been human forever. Rotten meat would have killed us then as it does now. Yeah. That's not why they use spices. It was a whole other reason. But regardless, or irregardless, do you believe that's a word? Some people think it's not a word. Uh, I always say regardless, but I guess it would be irregardless, irregarding that. People get real upset about it if they feel like it's not a word. Ever since I started playing Wordle, I've gotten really funny about words. Tacit. Still mad about it. Yes, me too. Who knows that word? New York Times are taking the fun out of Wordle. Anyway. Yes. Let's digress. Of course. So (laughs) I, I put this on the calendar and I purposefully did not tell you about it so that I could cook for you. I, and I love that you love to cook. I do love to cook. So I made three recipes. Mm-hmm. All are of the sweeter persuasion. Okay. Um, and I just thought they were interesting recipes to try. So here we are. Let's go. Let's just jump right into it. We're going to start with the frozen one first, even though it should be last. But it's frozen and I want to get it its best texture. <laughs> it's melting. Yes, exactly. Hip-hop. So this was originally supposed to be a sorbet. Okay. And I thought I had an ice cream maker. Turns out I don't. So oh, I you made think it. you got rid of it in the move? Probably. So I turned it into a granita. Which is delicious. Yeah. And a granita, for those of you who don't know, is a mixture of a fruit fruit puree and uh, sugar and whatever you want to put in there and water. And it's an icy treat. So you Mm -hmm. like freeze it as a like a you put it in like a flat container and then you scrape a a fork over top of it. Right. And it kind of makes like a slushy. Yeah, my mom used to make a um, rum slush that was... Which you've made for me before. Very good. It's very tasty. Dangerous. Mm-hmm. It is dangerous. Boo- yeah. Boozy. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yep. So this is a strawberry Moscato sorbet. Oh, a, Or granita. Um, I got this recipe off my favorite website for recipes, which is the New York Times Cooking. Oh, well, now, in case you have not heard this before, Sarah reads recipe books like I read fiction books. Yes, I read them like crazy. But <laughs> New, York, New York Times Cooking is this website you can go to, Seventeen over 17,000 recipes on it. Wow. You pay, you can, because I know a lot of people don't want to read the New York Times or mm-hmm. whatever, don't aren't into newspapers. Fine. Um, you can just subscribe to cooking. And I'm telling you, for meal planning purposes, it is the best thing ever. Wow. I go in my, my, mm-hmm. my uh, refrigerator, see what I need to use up. Yeah. Put the ingredient in, and they give me like 30, 40 recipes. Holy moly. I know. And they have like, they'll have little tags like easy or healthy mm-hmm. or quick. Wow. You know, so like you are able to figure out what you're going to do. Like, you know, if you know you're going to have yeah. a tight night for time, you can yeah. pick an easy recipe. It is the best. And it helps fight food waste, which I love. Oh, I'm, yes. Yeah. I'm very much against food waste. So 
Let's give this a taste. This is made with uh, Moscato wine, which mm-hmm. you used to be your favorite wine. Uh, well, I used to be a fan, but no longer. Yeah, and like I said, this was meant to be a sorbet. So there is a corn syrup in it. I didn't have corn syrup, so mm-hmm. I used um, golden syrup. I've never even heard of golden syrup. It's a it's it's a European. They use it in England a lot, uh-huh. like for treacles. Oh, okay. And it's it tastes like butterscotch. Have you been watching the Great British Baking Show? <laughs> Religiously. Love it. Um, it's the most stressed <laughs> out you'll ever be about a cake. <laughs> but I find they are so nice to one another and it's so, such a relaxing show. You know show. why? Took me forever to find this out. The reason why they're so friggin' nice to each other is illegal to win money on TV in England. Oh, so they get, sure. Okay. They, they're less like, you get the plate. You know, yeah. like there's a plate. They give you a glass plate at the end of the yeah, episode. I love that they're not freaking out and ugly. Yeah, totally. Like, you know, American contests. Can right. Get, yeah. You know, it's true. It's binge-worthy, guys. It is. It, it is. It's And it's so calming. Mm-hmm. But regardless, I really like Nigella Lawson. Mm-hmm. She's one of my favorite cookbook authors. Oh. Like I said, I'm a big nerd. You're getting a different side of me today. <laughs> well, I knew it, but everybody listening is like, wow. Yeah, so hmm, um, reads cookbooks I figured we just eat out of here. This <laughs> did not turn into the granita I wanted it to. It's mostly like a slush because the treacle... Is like corn. I mean, the um, golden syrup's like corn syrup, and mm-hmm. it keeps it from forming crystals, which is what you want in a sorbet, but ah. not in a granita. Okay. So, um, but this has very ripe strawberries, a whole cup of Moscato wine, mm-hmm. orange juice, sugar, mm-hmm. and corn syrup. And all these recipes, guys, will 100%. be 100% with the podcast. It's beautiful. Mm. It's good, right? It's really good. Mm-hmm. It is delicious. It's sweet, but you can really taste the fruit. And how much did this run you roughly to make? Um, hold on. I have it in my mouth. So. Sure. The pint of strawberries. Mm-hmm. Well, not the pint. The It was like the double pint. Quart is also what that's known as. <laughs> you go, math whiz. <laughs> yeah. So it was a quart. It was a quart of strawberries, which was like I don't know, like seven dollars because it's winter time, mm-hmm. and the Moscato wine, which is also seven dollars. But it's so fresh and delicious. Oh, yeah. This is a very impressive. Uh, well, a palate cleanser. Yes, and it's a very impressive thing to serve guests. Good I agree. Look, a couple mint leaves on the side. Absolutely, and I like that you can you can also put like vanilla bean in it, mm. or you know, take your time and. Think of whatever flavors mm-hmm. you want. You can do whatever fruit you want. It's just, it's kind of like the basis of a recipe. And the wine worked well because Moscato wine is very sweet. If you want it, because the wine is sweet, if you want it, can you do it without corn syrup or corn syrup? I think if, if you're going to make a granita, you shouldn't use corn syrup because that's what's keeping it slushy. Like it's super slushy. We're just eating like melted sorbet. It's like granita candy. <laughs> it's really good. Okay. The next up, I have a blueberry ginger port wine jam. <gasps> Whoa! Also from the New York Times cooking website. Okay, and you made this yourself. I made it last night. It literally took me five minutes. You're hitting me. I would assume you would have had to, you know, cook the berries down, etc. Well, that's the part. I mean, I, that's a okay. I just lied to you. It took five <laughs> minutes of like active time of oh, putting okay. stuff in there. But all mm-hmm. this recipe calls for is four cups of blueberries, a cup of sugar, some freshly grated ginger, zest of a lemon, and a tablespoon of port wine. I may have put in a lot more than that. Okay. Um, but then you just simmer it all down mm-hmm. for thirty minutes, mm-hmm. and boom. Done. And I love port, too. So, And I made Christini for you because I wanted it to look fancy. Let me take you a picture made, of it. She also fanned it out on the plate. I used to be a caterer. Right. It looks lovely. Give it a taste, Jamie Caskey, on a Christini. First of all, I'm impressed you made the Christini. I would have bought that bad boy. You're oh, just it's it, so it's, easy. I know you love to cook, and I love that for you. I am not 
as much a fan now that my kids are grown and flown um, of cooking, but my husband has really developed a love for cooking. So I love that both of you love to cook and mm. that I'm with you all a lot. I think it's delicious. It smells good. Sorry. <laughs> a little chewy. The crustini was a little chewy. The crustini is fighting back. <laughs> I know. I, I had mm. to put it in a Ziploc baggie while it was still warm, which, you know, wasn't the best. But crustini is super easy to make. What do you think? I love it. I'm getting a bigger taste. I was bread heavy on the first bite, so let me try this. Mmm. Oh, you can taste the ginger. Oh, lovely. Would you do this? Is this brunch? What do you think? How good would this be with a piece of brie? Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What did you just ask me? Would you serve this for brunch? What is your... um? I would serve this at brunch. I would have a big thing of butter next to it. Or cheese, like brie or goat cheese would be really good with it. And, um, I mean, this is spreadable on anything. You can put it on muffins. You can put it on scones. It's it's delicious. And the port wine just adds this depth of character to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's at a tablespoon, but I was like, I really want the port wine to shine through. And I got a ruby port. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was Dow's ruby port, and I think it was like 12 bucks. And it made a lot. Like, this jar is for you. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. Um, This is delicious. Thank you. And you don't really get a strong port flavor, so it's very mild, which is very approachable, but it even adds, if people are afraid of port. Right, and but it does add a depth of character to it. It was not just sweet, you know? Right, right. I think, I, I, think, I mean, it calls it a jam on here, but I'm going to call it a compote. I don't know what a compote is. Let me look up what a compote is. According to my computer, a compote is fruit preserved or cooked in a syrup. Well, okay, there you go. Okay, well, this works, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so there, there's that. By the way, if we were at home and anybody in my in my family was talking with food in their mouth like I am, I'd be on them like a June bug on a tick. Okay, well, you swallowed, so you're good. <laughs> Let's take a break before I show you the piece de resistance, the best thing I made. I was so excited when I found this recipe, and I think it turned out really pretty. It is very beautiful it, and wiggly jiggly. To it. Yeah, it's- Welcome back. So, Jamie, are you ready for the third and final piece of my wine recipes that I wanted to share with you? Yes. And by the way, this is one of the most impressive things I've ever seen you make. Oh, thank you. Well, that's just because I found a Jello mold <laughs> at the thrift store. <laughs> Colors. Yeah. And I didn't use box Jello for this. I used I I dissolved gelatin. Yeah. So that's what I used. So this is called a cranberry orange sparkling wine gelatin. Oh, and you got to use your favorites. I know wine. sparkling wine. I used Debon Cava for it. <laughs> What? Because My I favorite. said, if there's anything left over, I guess I'll have to take it. And, <laughs> and to be fully honest, it called for a whole bottle, but I saved two glasses for me and Eddie because, you know. Sure. I mean, Jello is very forgiving. Mm-hmm. Well, my sister calls that paying taxes. Take That's a right. Glass for yourself, pay a little taxes. That's right. So this has uh, sugar, cranberry juice, gelatin, gin. Okay. Which layer is that? The, we have the, a red the layer? Cranberry ge- the cranberry layer has gin. Okay. Um, and it's a dry gin. You don't want to get like, um, I don't know, I, there are sweet gins out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just used, I don't even remember the name of it, but it was just a regular dry gin. And then the second layer has uh, orange juice, mandarin orange segments, and a bottle of sparkling wine and elderflower liqueur. Oh, what is which, elderflower liqueur called? Oh, it's called a Saint-Germain. Oh, lovely. Saint-Germain, Saint-Germain in mm-hmm. English. I actually, there's a story behind Saint-Germain. Uh-huh. 
I actually met one of the brothers. So there is Saint Germain and Canton. Uh-huh. They are two liqueurs. One Canton is ginger liqueur, oh. and Saint Germain is an elderflower liqueur. Mm-hmm. And they come in these gorgeous bottles. Nice. And the story goes is that the dad. Their father was a very rich man. I mean, this is almost like King Lear, where he promised it was like a competition that they get the majority of his will, whoever has the more successful liqueur company. Wow. Kind of a jerk move. but okay. I know, right? Pit the brothers <laughs> against each other. Or yeah. perhaps it was just a contest. I don't know how much of it was true. But when mm-hmm. I worked in New York at the Clover Club, one of the brothers came in. And very handsome man. He uh-huh. was a Saint Germain of the two. Very ah. French in a linen suit. Ooh la la, very right. nice. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's the story I know behind Saint Germain. It's delicious, very it, light and flowery. Uh, this looks, this dessert looks like a tequila sunrise jello mold. It's just beautiful. Well, thanks. And the food and wine is where I got this recipe, mm-hmm. and they suggest doing it for your holiday table. That's why there's cranberries involved. Oh, that would work, sure. But I say make every day a holiday. Right. There's one for you. Oh, and it's holding up beautifully, too, because we've had it out for a little bit, and it's just holding up. The layers are really staying together nicely. I hope so. I used a whole box of of gelatin. Oh, (laughs) so our nails are going to be rocking it. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm excited to try it. I've never had Jell-O with wine in it before or liquor. Mm, Yeah, I can taste the gin and the red. taste the gin and the cranberry. Yeah, let's try the bottom layer. It's so slippery, it's hard to get a hold of it. Oh, wow. The bottom layer, very fresh. You can taste that. Yeah, you can taste the kava. Mm. Let's try them together. It's like people who eat their cake around their icing and then have their icing. Mmm. Mmm. Did you get a mandarin orange? Mm Mm-hmm. Yum. That's really good. Very refreshing, too. Yeah, so like, you know, instead of at the end of a meal, instead of having a giant cake or something, like, I know Jell-O is so, you know, passe, but you can make it cool. Not anymore. We're bringing it back, guys. All right. Mmm. I'm for it. This is, is impressive looking, impressive tasting. Again, another great palate cleanser. Yeah. And it's not too sweet at all, which most people think of Jell-O as very sweet, and this is not. It's just fresh tasting, very crisp. I thought they were creative recipes. I've been going back to the Jell-O as I can almost taste the bubbles. Huh. I'm not getting that, but I'm wolfing mine down. So I, I already ate mine, I may so get I'm that point. <laughs> yeah, it's delicious. So those are my wine recipes. Mm. I thought it would be fun to uh, venture into food. And this was pretty easy and quick as well, right? I made three recipes yesterday in mm. an hour. I made wow. all three of these. Like The chill time was the mm. only part that took longer. Mm-hmm. Like I, I made the jello. I had to chill the red layer. And then the granita had to go in the freezer. And then, the, I mean, all of it, it was no time flat. So let me ask you. So you did the red layer and then let that sit. I let it sit for four hours. Oh, and then you came back and did the orange. Mm-hmm. Sure, that makes has sense. has to fully set. Wow. And I had to get it out of my, I have one at my house too. Mm-hmm. And I feel bad because now I have to make jello for Luca because he can't have it. Oh, I didn't even, <laughs> my six year old. He, he probably loves because he's he a big gummy bear person. He loves jello. Yeah. He wants to make jello. Every day. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. So, do you ever do gel- the Jello squares where you put the extra knocks in there? Oh, Knox yeah. Gelatin. Yes. That's the, the a fun jigglers. Game. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm a Jello jiggler. Well, those were delicious. And thank you so much for doing that. Oh, Let's take welcome. a quick break and uh, come back yeah. with some wine yeah. news. Welcome back. There's a little throwback. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> welcome, welcome back. back. 
Sarah has graciously created three wine-based desserts for us. The recipe uh, links will be with our show notes, so definitely check those out. And now it's time for wine news. You want to go first or shall I? I'll go first because mine is very now. Okay. Turns out red wine protects you from COVID. What? A new study analyzed health data in 500,000 residents of the UK. Wow. And they found that the subjects who drank one to two glasses of red wine every day Uh had a 10 to 17% lower risk of contracting COVID than non-drinkers. Well, here's a little case in point. I have not had COVID. Have you? No. And we're both vaccinated and boosted, but we also drink wine. (laughs) Subjects who drank white wine had a 7 to 8% chance lower Uh. risk if they consumed five glasses or less per week. And those who frequently drank beer or cider had a 20% higher chance of contracting the virus than non-drinkers. That's fascinating. I know. Huh. I did not know that. But. So that that's my wine news. I'm like, wow. You're like, that's wine news for the year, yeah. basically. I don't drink a lot of red wine, to be honest, though. I don't either. I typically drink white wine, and I don't usually drink five glasses a week, but maybe I should up my intake because I don't want to get this thing. So that's excellent news. Wow. Yes. Mine pales in comparison, but it does fit in with our theme for the day. Oh, I'm <laughs> excited. Let's hear it. Wine recipes. Uh, I saw an article And it said, these wine cookies put your leftover reds to good use. So we will put the link up for this as well. Uh, It says that you can, they're chewy, so they're not uh, crisp. Um, The Italian wine cookies, Tarali, are like crunchy donuts, right? But this is different. These are chewy uh, chocolate chip cookies, and you can use any dry red wine that you have in my hand. So let's say you had opened a bottle and weren't able to finish it, or somebody came over and brought a bottle. Any dry red wine works, including, they say very specifically, the cheap stuff. Oh. So this looks like a terrific recipe. It has unsalted butter. It actually, it has brown butter in it, which... I love brown butter. Big, if you don't use browned butter to make your cookies... If I could eat brown butter, I would. I know how to make it, and I love it. Oh, it's like toasting your butter, and it just really adds a depth. There's lots of videos on the internet you can find to learn how to do it. Right. So the and the picture alone of this cookie is just stunning. so you're just adding red wine to your cookie. Yeah. So it's basically stuff you probably already have at home. Uh, and and the the recipe calls makes 18 large cookies. And I'm a big fan of any cookie recipe that says make them big, <laughs> go big or go home. It says you get complex notes of fruit and spice in each chocolatey bite because of the red wine. Sure. And as I say, it's stuff you have on hand. It's butter, this leftover dry red wine that we talked about, sugar, flour, uh, cocoa powder, baking soda, baking powder, you know, salt, brown sugar, eggs, vanilla. And then, of course, the most important ingredient, which is your semi-sweet chocolate, wow. which they use a bar, like Baker's Roughly Chopped. Okay. Anyway, it looks like a pretty easy recipe that you just add the red wine to for some complexity. I like it. Mm-hmm, me too. Oh, well, that's great. So... Don't just drink your wine, y'all. Cook with it. Because right. it protects you from COVID. And you heard it here from real doctors. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. But it's worth checking out. Cheers. My red, red wine, wine works, works in, including, they say very specifically, the cheapest. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.